You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. They have literally thousands of low-priced goods with their house brand, 365 by Whole Foods Market, while at happy prices, limited-time seasonal flavors, and all the quality you expect, like no high-fructose corn syrup or over 300 other ingredients banned from all the food they sell. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Grammar Girl here. Today, with Halloween in mind, I have a quick and dirty tip about the difference between a casket and a coffin. In an excerpt from David Crystal's new book, Words in Time and Place, that goes through the many words we have for death and dying. And finally, I saw something shocking in a formal document a few weeks ago, so I have a tidbit about text messaging and language. A reader named Stephen P. wrote, quote, I would love for you to do a show or newsletter on casket and coffin. Are they interchangeable? Unquote. Coffins and caskets are both boxes in which people are buried. What makes them different is the shape. A coffin is wider in the middle and narrower at the ends. It's the shape you often see of the boxes standing on end in old movies where vampires sleep, or the shape of the lawn decorations you can buy for Halloween. Caskets are rectangular and are usually larger and more expensive than coffins. The first time coffin was used to describe a burial box was in 1525, according to the Oxford English Dictionary although the dictionary also notes that the French version appeared around 1330, so it's an old word. Casket is a more recent word, and doesn't appear in the corpse box sense until 1849 in America. The origin of the word casket is unclear. One theory is that it originally referred to a box for jewels and may have come from the old French word casse or casse, C-A-S-S-E, which meant box, and which took a T-T-E ending, cassette, to mean little box. However, the OED says little evidence actually exists to support that origin story. The origin of the word coffin, on the other hand, is more clear. It came from the Greek word kofinos, which meant basket. In summary, coffins came first and are shaped more like a body, like the boxes you see in Halloween decorations or old vampire movies. Caskets are rectangular boxes that came later. And that was your quick and dirty tip. Next, I have an excerpt from David Crystal's new book, Words in Time and Place. A remarkable creativity surrounds the vocabulary of death. The words and expressions range from the solemn and dignified to the jocular and mischievous. And there is no better example of the latter than the parrot sketch in the BBC television series Monty Python. A customer returns to a pet shop where he had earlier bought a supposedly living parrot. The owner refuses to accept that the bird is dead, and the confrontation leads to a glorious outburst of deathly lexicon. Customer, he's bleeding demised. Owner, no, no, he's pining. Customer, 
He's not pining. He's passed on. This parrot is no more. He has ceased to be. He has expired and gone to meet his maker. Is a stiff, bereft of life, he rests in peace. If you hadn't nailed him to the perch, he'd be pushing up the daisies. His metabolic processes are now history. He's off the twig. He's kicked the bucket. He shuffled off his mortal coil, run down the curtain, and joined the bleeding choir invisible. This is an (laughs) ex-parrot. This profusion of defunctive synonymy is not solely a modern phenomenon. Anglo-Saxon equivalents of the Monty Python scriptwriters would have had over 40 expressions in Old English to choose from. His customer could have described his parrot as gone, departed, fallen, died away, parted from life, going on a journey, totally died off with its spirits and forth, completely scattered or glided away. We can't be sure about the nuances of meaning differentiating all of the verbs, but it's plain that Anglo-Saxons were as concerned about finding the ways to talk about death as we are today. There's a world of difference, though, between the tone of those Anglo-Saxon expressions and those often encountered now, and this is reflected in the opening entries of the intransitive verbs for die. The early verbs are rather mundane and literal notions of leaving, such as wend, go out of this world, fare, leave, and part. Only later did we get a sense of where one is going to, with an initial focus on ancestors, evolving into the notion of a divine presence. Be gathered to one's fathers, go over to the majority, go home, pass to one's reward, launch into eternity, go to glory, meet one's maker, and get one's call. The list displays a remarkable inventiveness as people struggle to find fresh forms of expression. The language of death is inevitably euphemistic, but few of the verbs or idioms shown here are elaborate or opaque. In fact, the history of verbs for dying displays remarkable simplicity. 86 of the 121 entries, over 70%, consist of only one syllable. And monosyllables figure largely into the multi-word entries, too, such as pay one's debt to nature. Only 16 verbs are disyllabic, and only three are trisyllabic, determine, disparish, and miscarry. Loan words from French, and along with expire, trespass, and decease, showing the arrival of a more scholarly vocabulary in the 14th and 15th centuries. Even the euphemisms of later centuries have a markedly monosyllabic character, such as slip one's cable, kick the bucket, meet one's maker. Words for death and all the semantic and grammatical categories represented in the historical thesaurus of the Oxford English Dictionary are numerous, over 1,100, as people searched for ways of renewing their stock of apt metaphors, and they display a variety of sources— The Bible is one influence on the list, as seen in Wycliffe's Disparish, Tyndale's Depart, Coverdale's Die the Death, and the King James Bible's Give Up the Ghost and The Silver Cord is Loosed. Classical texts are another. Greek mythology is the source of Take the Fairy, Latin the source of Pay One's Debt to Nature and Go Over to the Majority. Shipping provides Slip One's Cable, The livestock industry gives us kick the bucket. Pastimes lead to peg out and cash in one's checks. 
Mining gives us go up the flume. And finance gives us hand in one's accounts. Wartime produces a wide range of slang expressions, too. Pack up, cop it, conk, stop one, buy it. As well as more solemn idioms, such as shed one's blood and fall a victim. Regional variation is very limited, but we do see some Australianisms in the list. Pass in, go bung. And some words are clearly favored in certain parts of the English-speaking world. For example, succumb in India. Another reason for the length of the list is that a large number of coinages are known from just a single citation. People seem to be quite discerning when it comes to judging the acceptable terminology of death, and several innovations simply never catch on. Some periods are clearly more inventive than others, reflecting times of major English lexical expansion, notably the end of the 16th century. For example, relent, unbreathe, transpass, and lose one's breath. And the euphemism-conscious 19th century, where a fifth of the items in the list appear for the first time, for example, stiffen, drop short, step out, walk, and knock over. A significant strand also originates in individual authors and texts, such as Gower's Shut, Cursor Mundi, Flea, Thomas More, Galp, Shakespeare's Shuffle Off, and Pope gave us a vent. There's a great deal of stylistic variation. We see class division operating. At one extreme, upper-class slang, for example, walk and pip. At the other end, the language of the underworld, for example, croak, kiss off, and perch. There are signs of journalese, for example, succumb, because finding an appropriate way to report a death is a perpetual challenge. Formality and solemnity contrast with colloquialism and slang. Yield the ghost, expire and pass away, versus go off the hooks, kick the bucket, and zonk. Some constructions evidently have permanent appeal because of their succinct and enigmatic character, such as the popularity of blanket, whatever the it is. Snuff it, pay it, buy it, cop it, off it, crease it, and have had it. It's possible to see changes in fashion, too, such as the vogue for colloquial usages of off in the middle of the 18th century, move off, pop off, hack off, and hop off, and style change. We no longer feel that pass out would be appropriate on a tombstone. But some things don't change. Pass away has been with us since the 14th century, and in a usage that dates back to the 12th, we still do say that people simply died. That was excerpted from Words in Time and Place, exploring language through the historical thesaurus of the Oxford English Dictionary, with permission from Oxford University Press. Copyright David Crystal, 2014. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard. 
the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. A few weeks ago, I saw something that before then I had heard of but hadn't seen myself. A smiley face in a very formal document. Or I suppose I should say what should have been a very formal document. I literally thought of it and then sputtered for days. (laughs) There's nothing new about cute abbreviations. OK, one of the most recognized English words in the world, came out of a cute abbreviation. And America's founding fathers could have used the abbreviation IOU. It's old. A few decades later, the cost of sending a telegram encouraged people to use even more abbreviations and shortened forms of words. Today, though, smartphone-wielding text messagers and tweeters may be playing with language and abbreviations more than ever before. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to text your best buddy that you're going to be L8 late or that you LOL'd, laughed out loud, have at it. That's an appropriately informal situation. I just discovered that my phone has Halloween emoji, so you may be seeing ghosts or pumpkins on my Twitter feed soon. That looks like fun. But here are some formal documents in which you shouldn't use emoji, smiley faces, or text messaging abbreviations. Business plans, mission statements, resumes, cover letters, letters of recommendation, or pretty much any school assignment that I can think of right now. Seriously, you still need to take some things seriously. And that was your tidbit. Rawr! (laughs) I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find all my articles at quickanddirtytips.com, where you can also sign up for my free weekly email newsletter. This episode was recorded in the studios at the Reynolds School of Journalism in Reno, Nevada, and the podcast is produced in partnership with Macmillan Holdings. That's all. Thanks for listening. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard. The perfecter of the patio and the cleaner of the clippings. 
Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.